Greetings, one and all. Welcome back to Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. As always, we're not priests, we're not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes, and we're talking about our faith. Nice. I like how you're doing a different intro every time now. I kind of miss the old one. <laughs> These aren't working for me, Dude. but I've committed to a change in, so... Just so you know, it's 2.30. It's 2.30, you know what that means. Best time to go to the dentist. It's the best time to go to the dentist, if you guys are keeping track at home. Um... <laughs> Ryan makes that joke every day and uh, he's caught me three or four times today and it just happened to be 2.30 when we started this podcast so I had to throw it in. Yeah, it, it was like it was meant to be. This is the first time we've been together back at this place Location. since like January. Yeah. Um, um, December yeah. even maybe. Who knows? No, I, I want to say like that the... Dating episode was the last time I was. Oh here. yeah, that's right. That was so like Valentine's Day. Late January. No, so late Jan yeah, late January. Sure. Do you miss this table here? It missed you, buddy. Feels good to be back. We we got a really cool shot set up for you guys today. So if, if you're, you're just if listening, you're viewing at home, go watch the video. <laughs> we say the same thing, but but it looks cool. We look great. Looks super dope. I've been trying to step up the video game, as you keep hearing about. And Danny has been stepping up I his have. production. I, I got my better production. If you watched our last episode on um, Tools of Faith, right. we stepped up our production just a little bit. On my end, Ryan's always been way above the curve on production, but I am starting to slowly but surely try to, I don't want to say catch up, but I'm, you know, I'm running behind a I little like bit. It. Uh, and that's the thing. We should always be striving to help each other yeah. con uh, elevate together, you know? Right. Um, so... We're doing like a marathon session today. So this yeah. episode, we have no idea when it's going to air. We're just filming it. <laughs> we uh, we literally, as always, in, in true ca Two Catholic Dudes fashion, we thought of this topic about 35 minutes ago. Yep. And here we are podcasting on it. Yep. Um, so not a lot of notes taken today. And we can't even use the notes we have because they're part of the decorations. <laughs> <laughs> But it looks great. Yeah, the books look nice. It looks great. Who knows what we're going to talk about? So everyone, what are we talking about? Everyone that's know. listening right now is like, what are you doing? <laughs> Get to it. We're talking about uh, seasons. Se okay. Liturgical seasons. Well, because if you're listening... Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> if you're listening... Liturgical seasons. Continue. Like earth i kept saying elemental seasons but like you know summer spring fall winter because those kinda, if <laughs> those kind of seasons but also the different uh seasons we may go through in our life <laughs> ryan <laughs> is it my turn you may go oh man you guys we're not, we don't get to podcast <laughs> together a lot so um this is what happens there's no delay of, yeah. on the computers or like <laughs> what um, so, because if you're listening when this podcast airs, it's summertime, or it's almost summertime, or it just became summertime. We don't know. Or it's or, winter or fall, and you're watching this way later. If you're listening in 2023 in November. So, one, you know, one but, of those things. But yes, it's almost summer. So we just thought as the as the season is currently changing in our lives, yeah. we can talk about the seasons that we go through Uh in our personal lives, in the church life, in yes. our, in in the in the world as a whole, yeah, what uh, metaphorically and physically in act in actuality, what those yeah. seasons mean. This will not be a scientific discussion about the seasons, and the, maybe who knows at this point where if it might go that direction. Sure, we can talk about the water cycle. It, it probably won't. Um, 
<laughs> it probably won't. It's probably going to be a lot of liturgical cycles from my end. Um, here's the deal. This probably won't be an hour-long episode because we don't know what we're talking about, but it's probably going to also end up being an hour-long episode yeah, knowing we'll what we do. So let's get into it because... So here's the deal. What season, we are just about to finish Easter. In the liturgical season. In the liturgical. Well, I figured let's start liturgically. This is a Catholic show if you're keeping track at home. Yes. <laughs> so we're just about to finish Easter, right? This Sunday coming up for us. Sorry, I, I just imagined someone at home like, with, a, with a notebook keeping track. And they, they have like two Catholic dudes and they're like, oh, and they wrote like Catholic podcast. That's nice right? of you. <laughs> <laughs> like I finally get it. It's Catholic podcast. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, Easter season. So this Sunday coming up is Pentecost, right? Which is the like end of the Easter season. Uh, but Easter, Lent, all that this year was very different than usual, as we've talked about numerous times. Did we do any episodes on that? One or two. <laughs> uh, and uh, But as far as the... It's also like in the seasons that aren't really churchy, it's like graduation season mm -hmm. or like wedding season. Is Wedding season's like summer, like early summer, right? Wedding season is spring yeah, and summer. Late spring to... to summer right to early fall so there's a lot of it's a very big event time of the year right because easter is like the biggest mass for the church uh pentecost is a big celebration there's usually a lot of the sacraments in churches big weddings big I feel graduations like, i feel like pentecost should be a bigger celebration it should be like oh yeah it's like the birthday of the church easter christmas and pentecost but like everyone's like oh pentecost like it's i whatever. think it's because pentecost a lot of the time gets kind of uh it's about confirmation Mm -hmm. So it's not really like the celebration of Pentecost itself isn't necessarily like everyone's just like, it's confirmation time. Maybe it's because the, the concept of the Holy Spirit is a little bit more. is tied to confirmation. Well, yeah, but it's tougher for people to grasp the Holy Spirit. Sure. God, people pretty much get that. Jesus mm -hmm. was a very tangible thing on this earth, but it's like, right. Holy Spirit, what is that? And so when they go, the gift of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, the people were like, Oh, that's cool. I don't really know the whole, the Holy Spirit is in my life. So Which is the know. craziest because it's like, I feel like the Holy Spirit is like, where it's the most like tangibly difficult to like understand, I think, like you're saying. I think that it's the most like prevalent to how we live our life, right? Because like we're following the example of Jesus and we are, you know, and like we're loved and, and, and cherished by, by Father God. But like, so like those two elements of the trilo trilogy, that's not it, <laughs> Trinity are there. But like the Holy Spirit is like the power that lives within us like that we have the gifts that are given to us in the sacrament of confirmation renewing our baptismal promises like all that stuff it's like how we can go out and live life mm. so it's i think it's the hardest to grasp uh from a mental standpoint maybe but like it's the easiest to live out is this a pentecost episode i have did no we, idea did we i mean we kind of forgot to do a pentecost episode maybe that speaks to what i was just talking about maybe pentecost gets forgotten uh i don't know if we had enough to talk about again speaking to what i'm what i was saying so but yeah we're coming up to pentecost this week yeah but if you're listening Sunday. whenever this airs who knows so uh, a lot of good points on pentecost so going back to seasons mm -hmm. we're ending like you said we're ending this easter season yep Moving into ordinary, ordinary time, time, which is that just giant chunk chunk of time, um, which people are like ordinary. That sounds so boring, and it's green. Nobody likes the color green. No, a lot of people like the color green. It's um, not easy being green. Yeah. Well, let's let's if we're gonna talk about liturgical seasons, I feel like we should take it back and start from the beginning. Sure. Right. Go for it. You're the you're the liturgical master. You're actually a liturgist as your job. So kind of. I am. You're in charge okay. of lit liturgy director. Is that? I am. There you go. 
Uh, Lay it out for us. So the first liturgical season of the calendar year is... This isn't a quiz show this time. Advent, which is confusing for some people who are like novices in liturgy. Purple. Because that starts at the end of the year, of the end of our calendar year. Right. Right? It starts December or, or, or late November, but depending on- But it's the beginning of the liturgical it's calendar. It's the beginning of the liturgical calendar. So, I did know that. Yeah. So that's- that, And we're talking about not just liturgical uh, seasons, obviously, but uh, the seasons that we go through in our lives and in the world, right. and how the seasons in our church calendar might reflect those as well. So, you know, what signifies, you know, the beginning of our church year? What, what are some things like- Well, I was going to say, do you think that people's faith sometimes is stronger, weaker, uh, you know, how the different experiences of faith may tie into liturgical seasons, right? Because I think with Advent, unfortunately, because it's a very important liturgical season in the church, it's a very important time for our faith, but I think that a lot of times people's faith kind of gets backseated because of like the preparation for Christmas and stuff secularly. We talked about that on our Christmas episode, but like how the season of Advent for us as Catholics, it's a season of, of preparation, right? Of, of, of awaiting the joy that is, that is coming of the Savior of the world being born. But I think that for people, it's not necessarily faith-wise the priority. It's about the shopping and the whatever and right. the, the preparation for your, your Christmas and not the faith celebration of it, Christmas. Yeah, it's, that's, it's the secular time. Yeah. Right, that 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 season where that's like winter, mm-hmm. uh, just con- yeah. we're in winter, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, late fall, fall late winter, fall, right? Uh, but that season in the world, in, uh, in as the world is concerned, is very secular driven. Yeah, it's, it's the holidays based on, based on things and and yep. I want and or I just or or your or, family, or, or, or your you family, know? and I need to get and I need to get for yeah. this person. I and and you sometimes the, the the faith part takes a back seat, like yeah. you said. And a lot of the time it's us preparing for our families to come over for the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Right. Uh different things like that. We're not necessarily are we always preparing ourselves spiritually for the Savior to come into the world, you know. Right. But so the season of Advent is again so that we can prepare ourselves uh spiritually in our faith for the coming of Christ. Right. So that we don't just like just rush on into it. So we need to pre- we need to uh, really prepare properly. Yeah. And so, you know, you can look back at other things that are happening in your life and reflect back and say, what are things that you, what are huge milestone things in your life that you need to properly prepare for that you don't just jump into head first? Uh, off the top of my head, we both can't relate, but marriage is something that you just don't be like, yo, you want to get married? Let's that do this thing. That is something you should prepare for. <laughs> you should probably prepare for that. Yeah. Right? You don't just jump in head first because you know what happens? It probably won't work out. Yeah. Sure. It probably won't work out. Um, things that I would say that people prepare for is like um, uh, like big games, seasons of uh, sporting events and stuff like that. Like you're, you're on season. You're preparing for that. Uh, it's a time of of uh working out of knowing your plays for all athletes mm-hmm. not just professional but maybe like you know even high school college athletes there that's it that's something that they uh that's a time of preparation for them getting ready for when they have to play right you prepare for a test 
you prepare for a big job interview. Mm -hmm. There's there's huge huge milestones in your lives. You prepare for signing that that lease for your 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 house. Whatever it is, you you're gonna you have to make sure that you do your due diligence yeah. and and take the time to prepare. Uh, and you're only gonna you're only gonna really put a lot of time and effort into the things that mean the most in your life. Um, marriage. It should mean a lot to you, hopefully. Hopefully. Right? Uh, getting those good grades, getting into that college, uh, this big, the big sporting event, whatever whatever you're holding the most importance in, you're going to put that time and effort into preparation. Uh, for me, m playing a musical instrument, I just want to, I didn't want to be like, yo, I want to play the piano, so let me just sit down and I'll practice like mm, 10 minutes a day and that should be enough, right? It's no, it, this means something to me, so I'm going to properly prepare for this and and here's the thing is it's on my heart to talk about this that we're talking about that that season of preparation but i think that it, it, it's it's i like almost that it's every year because everyone's like how you're always preparing every year for jesus to be born <laughs> that already about, happened i think it's space balls you know that scene from space he's yeah. like why are we always preparing just do it yeah, just go yeah 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 <laughs> exactly but like that's the, thing, the beauty of it because anytime we get to something that we're gonna do right you're preparing for marriage and then you get married and then what well, then you're preparing for maybe a, you're to start a family, or you're preparing for that house the move. You're the, move. For the move. You're, pre right? yeah, you're preparing for the new job. Uh, yeah, or new job, new steps for your family. Uh, when you're preparing for a sports season, like we said, and then okay, that season comes, then you got another season coming up, or you got another sport coming up. Preparing for a test, you're taking that test, but then the next test is coming. Mm -hmm. Like so, our life is full every season in a sense, every season of life. We're preparing for the next thing, right? Because even in like say like the seasons of the world, fall, winter, all that stuff, we're always preparing for the next thing. Yeah, we got to prepare for the winter, right? We always hear that. And then, Christmas okay. decorations go down. You know what goes up? Valentine's Day. Yeah, direct, we, uh, yes, decorations, yeah. Right? Or, or like, oh, we got to get ready for. I got to get my summer body. Like we're always preparing for. All seasons have an element of preparation because we're never like done with anything. And I think that our faith should also take that example of we're never ready. You know, we're always preparing to be better disciples. We're always preparing to be better at speaking our faith. It's a constant time of preparation. We're never going to be like, okay, I'm ready now. Now I've prepared enough. I can go. Because even when, say, say you're preparing a talk or a song or a uh, retreat, that's going to come and go and then it's on to the next thing. So that's, we're always preparing. My last point on that preparation, <clears throat> again, you're going to prepare the most for the things that mean the most, the things yeah. that you put the most emphasis on in your life. And what should be mo the most, <laughs> have the most weight in your life is your faith, is, is your belief in Christ. And so why, so preparing an Advent for the coming of our Savior is a beautiful thing. And so that's why we should take that time in Advent to really focus on what's important during that season instead of just the gifts. But this isn't an Advent episode, but this is a... Well, we're breaking down each season, so exactly. this is just the Advent part. Exactly. So, yeah, that's my point on that. Nice. Um, okay, what's next? Rapid fire. We're next moving through. Next All season. Right. So then we have the season of Christmas, which is... Uh, Party, party time, right? Joy. <laughs> it's a season of joy. There you go. Yeah. Um, and that's a very short season. Uh, yes. It's only 
12, 12 days. 12 days? Or is that a song? Is the octave? <laughs> it's the octave of Christmas? Uh, no, no, it's longer than that. Longer because than that. 12 Days of Christmas is the song. Well, <laughs> there, everyone's yeah. yelling at me right now. They're like, you call yourself a liturgist? Uh, it's the octave of Christmas, uh, but then you have the, the Christmas season that goes longer through the baptism of the Lord, unless you're celebrating a different uh, like Eastern rite, which goes through yep. uh, the, the um, we just had it, the... Uh, 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 the Ascension. No. No. That is what we just had. Yeah, the the showing of the Lord, like what the uh, presentation, the presentation of the Lord. Thank you for that's in like early February usually. But uh, for us Romans, it's, I think it, it ends on the baptism of the Lord. Still, and everybody thinks it's the Epiphany. It everyone thinks it's the Epiphany. It's the baptism of the Leave Lord. Leave those decorations up. We talked about that in the Epiphany episode. But okay, so Christmas season of joy, right? Season of joy. There's lots of joyous parts of our life, right? And I think that. Um, that's something that we can relate to because I, you know, Christmas and Easter have that same element of joy, mm-hmm. right? Of that we're celebrating the joy of Christ uh, coming into our world, and also of Him uh, rising and leaving our world and like leaving leaving us to do the right. work, you know. And I and I think it's it's amazing that you know we have these penitential seasons like Advent and Lent, and you were talking about we're always preparing for something else in our lives. Yep. But that doesn't mean we we can't take at least a moment. To, to really celebrate the things yeah. that, we, that we accomplished of during course, that time of, of preparation. Course. So you prepared for that test. You aced it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Take a moment and take in what you did. Mm-hmm. You, you, you scored the touchdown in the game. You got married. Don't just move on to the next thing, but take a moment to appreciate the goodness that God has given in your life. C- celebrate the joy of whatever you just did. Right. Don't yeah. wait too long because, again, you need to start preparing for the next thing. And you should always have a sense of, of celebrating God's gifts and glory that he's given in your lives. There's always something to celebrate. Right. Uh, but you, you have to find that balance, right? Balance, yeah. And so that's what you know, some of these joyous seasons help you help our reminders of is like, let's take this time. Well, I said it earlier uh, today when we were driving around, and it's, I think that comes to that point of we have to enjoy our faith. Right. Our faith isn't it isn't always just about, OK, we have to get ready for this so that we can do this. And and I think a lot of us that get work uh, in ministry, we get caught up in always getting ready for the next thing that we never take, take a minute to enjoy our faith, enjoy Christ, you know, because ultimately uh, I think that a big part of our faith and Christianity, Catholicism all in one is a relationship that you have with Christ and you have to enjoy that relationship. If your relationship is always, oh, I got to prove this and I got to do this and I got to be this ready for this, that sounds miserable, right? In any relationship in your life, you want to enjoy the good in the relationship too. All relationships take work, but you, you want to be able to bask in the joy of the relationship too. And I think that's the great part about the Christmas season. Uh, and, and we'll move on to the Easter season as well. But like that is like I'm enjoying Christ. Mm, that's, you know? a, that's such a good point. And it's that relationship with God that you were talking about that you have to, it's, you have to work at it and you have yeah. to, you have to, you have to, um, uh, take that, take that time with, with your Lord, uh, one-on-one rather than just being so, uh, tied down with the minutia and the details mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of whatever it is in, in your faith, whether it's your ministry or sometimes people just get bogged down by little details of, they're like, they're like, Oh, have, haven't you read catechism number one twelve And it says we shouldn't do this and you're doing this. And it's like, well, okay, you're missing the relationship with God. Those rules are important and they've put there to help us with our faith, but you're missing, uh, you're missing a little bit of that connection. So yeah, I think people just, if you get too caught up in every little tiny thing and that becomes ultimate over 
your relationship with God because I saw uh, our friend Gia, actually, who we're going to have on the podcast. Uh, we might have already, if you're watching <laughs> this, who knows? Uh, she's, she's coming in later today on our marathon. She posted something that I really loved. Just We shared it on our story, and it was that you, how, your, how you treat people is a reflection of your relationship with Christ. And I think it's a reflection of your of, of uh, that we're talking about, that are you spending time enjoying God? If you enjoy your relationship with Christ, if it's a strong, loving relationship with your father, you're going to treat people in your life that same way with that. Because I, and, and the biggest thing is that it's being patient and kind to each other because God's pretty, pretty flipping patient with all of us, right? Like how many times do we need God's forgiveness? You know, how many times a day? Right. Um, I love that. So I thought that that was fitting there. Yeah. Um, I love about that, that relationship. Quote. Yeah. That was, so thank you, Gia, for probably reposting that from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say on that relationship thing too. I was I was worried about that. Frankly, when I moved down here, is that we had we have such a good rapport. Right. We're we're best friends. We spend so much time together, uh, and we have this, which is this is really fun to do this podcast, but it takes a lot of work and it effort. Does. And so the worry was that when I moved down here, that we would continue the podcast, but it would, we would strictly be going through the motions and just doing the work and not taking, not spending the time to relish in our friendship and, right. and fostering that, totally. that time together. Totally. So that's why I really appreciate this day so far. We've got to hang out. We had lunch. We We've done no work yeah. except for this right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but sometimes just like these seasons, you need to take that, take those moments, just take a breath, soak it in. Yeah. And then say, let's get to work. Yeah, let's absolutely. It. You like, know? Yeah. It, that's absolutely beautiful. That's a beautiful thought is enjoying the moment of the joy of friendship right, right. in that moment. Right. Um, okay. What's next? We got Christmas. What's, what's after that? Our little bitty ordinary time. Little bitty ordinary time. Yeah. Ordinary time. It's what little is cute, little, little cute green, and, green little blob on and the calendar. I think that we talked about this earlier too. We've done a lot of talking today because that's what we, when we, we drive talk around, on the podcast. We, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> when we're driving around off camera, we also talk to each other. Um, <laughs> but ordinary time, you said something that really stuck with me that I was going to bring up. I'm glad that it came back into my brain. Um, it's that ordinary time is a time of growth, right? That's why it's green because trees, that's not it. Um, I mean, <laughs> sure, it is. Yeah, but it is now. It, it's, that time of your your personal growth of faith, or how are you preparing yourself, right? Because when we do the other seasons of the, there's ordinary time. Correct me if I'm wrong. The readings change more often during the ordinary time. Yeah, there's, oh yeah. there's more cycles of there's, there's a three, difference. There's three cycles. Yeah. Every you know we do cycle A, cycle B, cycle C. But yes, you're right in the fact that because a lot of the um, the Advent readings, a lot of the Lenten readings, the Easter readings, they're this, they're, they're very the, they're similar. The or same they're, or, or the, very similar, or the exact same. Right. But yeah, the ordinary time ones are wildly different, especially the ones in summer from from A to, yeah. B to C. So you get your chance to kind of dive in deeper to different parts of the word, mm -hmm. right? Different uh, different perspectives, different writers uh, of the scriptures. Whereas you know everyone knows, okay, Advent we're going to talk about the preparation, and then Christmas we're going to talk about Jesus being born, and then Lent we're going to talk about the desert and all mm -hmm. that other stuff, Jesus's ministry, and then we know what Easter is going to be. Ordinary time, there's so many different cycles as you're saying it's it's, it's, it's a yeah. time to really grow your knowledge and understanding and um experience different scripture i think it's uh i think it's year b we have like a three or four week uh discourse on like i'm the vine uh, and, and a lot of themes yeah okay a lot of those kind of themes in the bible and then i think it's year a correct me if i'm wrong it's a it's like a six week discourse from the gospel of john 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 six the, the yeah. i am the bread of life yeah, yeah, you get yeah literally yeah. like the whole thing throughout the gospels of a six-week period in in between july and august and that discourse that series of readings is so vital 
in evangelization, in my opinion. I, that is my go-to scripture whenever I'm discussing things with people with other faiths or when people are like, I got into it. I'll, I'll take real quick uh, before we have to we have to break. I got into it with uh, one of our Protestant brothers, uh, it, it, you know, that, that I encountered right because they worked at the high school um, faith group with that faith group, and I'm obviously the Catholic youth minister, and he wanted to kind of get to know me, and we met at a Starbucks, and I didn't expect That's it, where it always goes down. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be a religious debate, but it kind of turned into one. And he was really like coming at me like with a lot of different, well, in this scripture, like it was one of those conversations where like he had preloaded everything he was going to say. Right. Uh, I describe it as I went into a boxing match and he had his gloves on and he started hitting me before I even knew I had to put my gloves on. Like, let me get my teeth on. I'm like, wait a second, you know? Um, and that happens. That's going to happen. But I, the beauty of the word of God, you know, in, in John six, where he talks so, uh, so descriptively, so. Uh, matter of fact about about the Eucharist and the body in Christ and the true presence of his body in that um, So I love that discourse and that's really important time of growth So if you haven't this is completely off topic, but if you haven't read that uh, Part of the gospel dive into John uh, mm -hmm. Where he talks very openly read and I've read a lot of the other translations of the words and stuff because it's really beautifully written mm -hmm. So we jumped ahead a little bit to the that's kind of the the, the bulk ordinary time yeah. but the little bitty ordinary time um uh, I don't know if it's all three years, but we get the little little mini season of light. There's there's a lot of readings that that's where you get the uh, the city on the hill, the light uh, light of the world, salt cool. of the earth reading. Uh, there's there's three or four gospels in a row usually that are with the theme of light. So we call it like our season of light. Awesome. Um, and that concludes somewhere around no it's that's all within the, the presentation of the Lord. That time with usually between January February before we get into Lent. Obviously, the the weeks fluctuate from year to year based on, you know, the the season of Easter is based on the lunar cycle. Most people know that, but it's yeah, like, yeah, that's why yeah. it's different. That's why it's different, wildly different every year. Um, but so that's just a little that's bit. Some, of, yeah, sometimes Lent is in February, <laughs> right? So that's just a little bit of time in there before we get to to Lent. But again, we can take that time to uh, to learn to grow. Again, we should be growing all year round. I'm a huge right. proponent proponent of always growing, never stopping. Uh, except for, like we said, in the seasons to take a breath to, to soak in the goodness of God and uh, and move forward. But then um, then we get into Lent. Again, th these are going to be kind of reoccurring themes because uh, just as uh, the seasons are cyclical, um, even the, the internal seasons, they're, they're similar qualities. We have our penitential seasons like the Advent and Lent are similar in nature. They were going through a penitential time uh, preparing for that joyous time, right? Yeah. So the Advent to Christmas is... Lent is to Easter and, time, and and I see Lent a little differently because we're we've made this episode is pretty much just liturgical at this point. There's, that's that's the bulk of what we've been talking about is the liturgical seasons and what yeah, we yeah. mean to them, which is which is fine. The difference I think between Lent and Advent of how I how I kind of see it is like Advent is more of the preparation, whereas Lent is preparation, but it's more like in terms of like prayer, fasting, like I'm I'm. Advent is me preparing my life and then and I guess Advent is me or excuse me Advent is me preparing my my life like how can I fit Jesus into all these things how can I do more in my life to be more like God whereas Lent is preparing my spirit for uh to understand God more fully to accept God more fully in my life in my personal mm -hmm. life right um yeah, that's just the two different ways that I like to look at them because I don't because I think a lot of times people lump them together Yes. And they're like, these are the same. How are these different? Well, they're vastly different. It's, it's a time to strip away. 
That's there you go. It's time to to reflect internally on what's been going on. Uh, Again, it's a season of preparation, but in a different way, like you said. I I have this really cool uh, analogy. Uh, Somebody told it to me once before, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but it's the reason I have the screensaver that I have on the screen, which is not the one you're looking at right now because that's what's recording (laughs) behind us. But uh, when that's not on there, the screensaver that I have back there is a a picture of trees and like woods um, or forest. The forest. It's like a forest, right? And so somebody told me this once before. It It was this quick little story. It's like a group of guys are all... They're, they're trying to go through this forest to get to wherever they were needing to go. And there was a couple leaders and they all their machetes out and they were chopping through day after day after day. They're just chopping through these, this forest, you know, clearing out the brush, just moving forward. And they're like, this is the way we need to go. And they're all, and everyone else is following them. And after a few months of that, somebody was finally, they stopped to rest. And he's like, guys, I need, I'm going to climb the trees and see where we're at. And he finally gets to the top of the trees and they all look up to him and they go, what do you see up there? And he goes, and he goes, he goes guys, we're in the wrong forest. So like they thought they had this, this plan. They thought they knew where they were going this wow. whole time. And they realized they weren't even, <laughs> they weren't even in the right forest. They, they, they weren't even not only going the wrong direction, but they were like the clear across town. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, um, so we need those times to, 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 to climb the trees, to overlook what's going on in our lives. Have we been so bogged down by, by preparing for one thing, by, by taking it, by all these seasons of our lives, preparing, doing all this stuff that we're like, okay, well, what's really happening though? Why am I doing these things? That's what we can take that time in Lent for. I love that because it's more, the, I like that analogy because it's that the climbing the tree to get a better perspective. It's stripping away the things that, that are not necessarily, um, essential <laughs> essential like right now uh with the with the world but and filling it with god make god more prevalent that's right um essentially we are out of time for this but we gotta course, take a break oh, yeah. this is like the closest we've cut it we'll see you in one second so we're talking about that story that you just brought up about kind of climbing the tree to seeing to getting the higher better perspective on life right yeah that, that kind of that that sense of Everybody thought they knew. And I think the world's full of people that all know exactly where they're going in life. This is how you do it. Even people in the realm of Christianity or Catholicism, there's every diocese or every um, influencer says that they're doing it the right way. Influencer. Like yeah. these people traded in their machetes a long time ago for like a motorized, yeah, they're like, like, this is the way to do it. through this forest. But that person that climbed the trees, like they need a different perspective because this perspective that all of us should be going off of is what is God telling us to do? What's God calling us to do? Um, and I just really, I, I like that analogy. A lot, I love so. it. That's why like people, someone came, I think it was you, you came today and you're like, you still got the forest thing. And I was yeah. like, yeah, because like, uh, it's a reminder to me. Uh, it's, I don't, uh, I'm, I don't have tattoos. We'll have a whole tattoo episode, but, uh, some people have tattoos to remind themselves of things that are important in their life. And like, I really love that metaphor and that analogy of the trees. And so like, I just can I always have that as my desktop. Beautiful. Like, you know, beautiful. Um, okay. So uh, that was, we're, that was Lent. Okay, so now, next season, I know this one. I don't need your liturgy, perf- your, uh, <laughs> all that. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. You might, you might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the triduum is Yes, next. good, good, good. I mean, I kind of spoon-fed you that, um, but it's no, a little... I knew. Well, I was going to say Holy Week, well, because but then people I said, yeah. People don't think of it as a, its as own a season, thing. but it's the little three-day... Yeah, it's its own thing. ...blip on the calendar. Yeah, because right. it's Lent is over, and then it's... It's not it's a blip, own. you guys. It's very important. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, then we have the three days. It's just very small when you're looking at the calendar. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so there's the Triduum. Yeah. Right? Uh, biggest days in the church year. That's right. Uh, most important liturgies. Um, all liturgies important, but like the most biggest, most popular days where faith is pretty much in the center of everybody's lives all of a sudden, uh, which is great. Uh, we had the most different Triduum of all time this year. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, I'll make a joke real quick. Uh, going back to Lent real fast, we were talking about it, it's a time. Does that have to do with any dentists or going to the? Nope. Different joke. Okay, different joke. Guys. Different joke. It's a different, different joke. joke. Uh, my brother actually made it one day. We were driving in the, uh, and it was so funny. And he, we were talking about that sacrifice, that sacrifice, fasting, stripping things away. And he goes, "Yeah, I was giving up soda for Lent, but I had a soda the other day because I didn't know I was giving up my friends and my freedom and everything <laughs> else in my life, and because of the quarantine." So I thought it was so funny. But the true to him. Uh, very funny. Sorry. Uh, I, wow. What is? Gosh. I'm, everyone at home is like, hold on. I'm laughing at Danny's joke, Ryan. Don't jump into the next. I'll give point. you guys a moment. Yeah, okay. Everyone laugh. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and we're good. All, all right. right. So the Triduum is kind of like everything rolled into three days, anyways. It's, yeah. It's like all these seasons we're talking about. Yeah. It's all the emotions. It's everything, uh, in a, in a three day extravaganza of our faith. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and it's it really. Our faith is on full display. The beauty of the liturgy, the beauty of uh, having that relationship with God, because he, he goes through fellowship of, uh, you know, I, I like the, the story of he has fellowship with his with the disciples at the Last Supper. He institute the priesthood, the Eucharist, all this amazing stuff, and then he goes through just the worst, you know, suffering that you can go through to then come off with the greatest joy ever experienced so it's it's just everything all into one and how similar are you know the arc the, the greater arcs of our lives to that story that you yeah. just told you know yeah. um you can you can sum down so much of what we go through in in our existence here in our short time on this on this earth to um to what jesus went through in those in those few days i what i take from it is and we i was going to talk about this on a different episode but i'll say it now i'll say it again it's obviously fine. not to the degree um, that he went with i'm sorry <laughs> but no but it's the point of we don't have to worry so much about our suffering and i think everybody right now in the current state of everything there's a lot of suffering going on and people are always like ah you just shake it off you're okay you're allowed to have a bad day you're allowed to not feel great. You're allowed to feel beat up. You're allowed to feel tired. You're allowed to feel, you know, in trouble. Because that suffering may lead to just incredible, insurmountable joy. And we experience that with God endured just brutality, suffering, heartbreak of catastrophic circumstances that led to just incredible joy. So we can know that we know suffering we've seen the example of true suffering and we saw where it went so we're, we can suffer it's okay to go you know what today's just I'm, I'm i'm not having it today i mean i'm having a bad day but joy is coming and you have to not sit and dwell in that bad day but i don't i think that people are like ah what do you do you have whenever people say like oh i'm having a rough day it's like yeah you have so many blessings in your life that's true, but people have to be allowed to have a bad day. Mm -hmm. People be, have to be allowed to suffer. It's okay. I love that you said that because that kind of goes with the whole theme of seasons in general and not just like the liturgical seasons that we've been hitting on, but um, the all of the, like the, the, the seas, our earthly seasons that God has given to us. Um, 
I was just watching a show that was depicting like a, a heaven type situation and it was always 75 degrees and like the most beautiful sunset you've ever seen. But like the people started going crazy because it wasn't the good, the good place, the good place. But, I, was um, like, I was like, was it that? No. Um, but they started going crazy because it was, it, they, you need that, that you, cyclical, you need, change you need growth. change exactly so the, the fact that we get beautiful summers that that move towards winters that that has this 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 total circuit circular motion to it um it, it lets us crave what's coming and appreciate what what passed what, what what came to pass and what we have in the moment um um sorry to cut you off but sure. but just just on that note i think it's because if you ask someone say you take a poll of a bunch of people like what's your favorite season right some people are going to say summer obviously when it's bright and beautiful and there's activities and yeah and other people are gonna be like oh i like winter because i like curling up with a good book in front of the fire and or some people are like oh, i like it when it's raining or whatever just like everyone has different seasons that they like kind of draw strength from mm -hmm. i think in our life right the seasons of our lives we all experience God in different ways. And none of those are like, there isn't a universal, this is the best way to experience Christ's love. This is the best way to see God in your life. Some people it's when the music's blasting and you're at a worship concert and you're having the time of your life and you're feeling the spirit. That's sometimes the time where you experience God the most. But then there's other people where when they're alone in prayer and broken is when God comforted them. That's when they felt God the most or surrounded by other people, friends that lifted them up or, uh, whatever, any different kind of, there's no blanket. This is the best time to experience God. Just like there's no, this is the best season or this is the best time of year. Or, this is the best. It all is dependent on everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and you can experience God in so many different ways you know anytime anywhere so and just like that how you can experience him so many different ways even in those times uh the times of our seasons say right now we're in springtime coming up to summer uh spring people associate with flowers blooming beautiful days 75 degrees like i said especially in southern california here beautiful but like there's plenty of rainy days in spring. Plenty of them. There's plenty of rainy, monsoony days in other parts of the, like hurricanes and stuff in summertime. There's plenty of beautiful winter days. So we have, even though we have the, this this idea of these seasons of winter's always cold and rainy and snowy, uh, there's, again, there's a beautiful mixture of uh, not only like the earthly seasons that we go through, but in our lives, uh, you might be going through a beautiful time of joy, but then you have like you, the, those days, like you said, it's okay to feel bad and it's okay to feel that joy and take that in and experience either the good, the bad, the neutral, whatever, experience it in, take it in because Jesus, like he's, like you said, he came to this earth. He experienced it all. He knows what it's like yep. and it's okay to feel that as well mm -hmm. and then continue to move on. Yep. But, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought, but that's that's essentially where we were going with this season. Yeah. It, so, um, well, and so moving to the next one, we're at we're at Easter. Easter. We do. We took a big left turn. We took a big left <laughs> turn. But we're at Easter, which is right back to the joy. Exactly. Joy, joy, joy. I love. I've been loving the Easter masses. It's been a really big bummer that they've had to be empty, mm. um, because. Uh, my pastor is very much into like the bells during the glory to God. Uh, he's very, very, he likes that all season he, long. Oh, he rings every bells. single time. He I've been tuning into bells. your live stream. I know, Dude, it. I know it. He loves his bells, but like you can see 
the joy of his priesthood and like like uh, my pastor has such a beautiful love for the liturgy it's very clear um and it's something that i've, I've really gotten a chance to to take from him take example from because when those bells start to ring you can see literally the joy of christ on his face sidebar really quick <laughs> i've been helping with the daily mass live stream yeah. at my church uh it's just me a presider and like a reader and the last couple days, the reader, for the last couple of weeks, the reader was doing the bells. And this time they're like, I don't know how to do the bells. Can you do it? And, I, and I've never done the bells. I was never an altar server and I've always been a musician. <laughs> so I'm always behind the so piano. Like and so I was like, uh, is there a technique? I don't know. But it was kind of invigorating getting to ring. Oh, yeah. And I did, the, I did the three thing. I went one, two, three, you know. Dang. Um, comment in. Uh, how do you ring your bells? How do you ring your bells or how do you prefer your bells to be rung? <laughs> One long ring while he's elevating, three rings. Yeah. Move moving on. Anyway. So uh but it's joy. It's the joy of right. of you know, we just celebrated the ascension of God, right? Where Jesus was basically like uh I saw a Facebook post by uh, one of our local moms. <laughs> it, was great. it was so funny. Uh, I saw two hilarious Facebook posts. We saw one from uh uh spinning padre on Instagram, Father Ryan. Uh, he did the Jesus is ascending where you keep scrolling and then Jesus goes and he, and he scrolls <laughs> up into heaven. Uh, so funny. And then I saw another one that it was like today we celebrate the feast of the ascension where Jesus began to work from home. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. Oh my gosh, I missed that. You know, because we read, you know, in Acts the first reading that we had on Sunday where Jesus is. I like it because especially those people that are kind of experiencing missing confirmation right now, is they're like, hey God, like, okay, is this when you're going to redeem Israel? And he's like. No, like I'm not telling you when I'm doing anything. I I decide, mm -hmm. but catch you later. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will come when it comes. Bye. Bye. And they're like, what? Oh. You know. And then the angels are like, why are you looking at the sky? Like, go do what he told you to do. And so they're like, okay, we don't have the Holy Spirit yet, I guess, but we'll go. And I like that because you know the, all these confirmation kids that are, my confirmation was supposed to be this Saturday. Everyone's like, oh no, we're not gonna get the gifts, and we're not gonna. Like God says in the scripture, He goes. I don't. You don't know the authority of God. It'll come when it comes. I'm doing everything that's happening. I'm in control of. So relax. And so I'm like, ah, that's funny. Can you imagine the roller coaster of emotions that the apostles were going through? Oh, it's just the worst. They're like, for three years, this is the guy. This is this is this is our savior, uh, and then. He gets crucified, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is the worst. This is the worst thing ever." Was was he not the guy? Because you know, before the resurrection, they're like, "Oh, maybe, maybe I was following the wrong dude." Well, and they who, thought who he knows was, what they was going through there, right? They, and originally, they thought he was going to like rise up an army right, right. To, did, exactly. to fight the Romans. Yeah. The two dudes in Emmaus, they're like, "Ugh, let's just hightail it out of here." Like yeah. he he wasn't who he said he was, I guess. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm back," and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Jesus is back!" He's hanging out with them for fifty days, and he's like, "Peace, I gotta go." And they're like, no, not again. It, it, it's funny because uh, the movie I watched this one of my favorite movies, Christian films, is called Risen. Oh, uh, I, we, we I saw it in the movie theater, yeah. And it's about it's it's the story of after Easter, of from a Roman centurion's perspective. But I love when Jesus does raise right, uh, and he's kind of meeting with the disciples. Like he'll appear to them and he'll be like, "Hey guys!" And they're like so overjoyed, and he'll Jesus is and, here. Then, and then they'll disappear, and they're like, "No." <laughs> Where does he keep going? And it's just so. <laughs> I, I I like relate to that because imagine like seeing this person that you love so much that died is back, right? And then they're gone, and they don't give you any instructions on where they're going or what they're doing, 
And then it's like the, the big final of like, okay, God, this is it. You're going to redeem Israel. Like you said, the promise of the Messiah. And he's like, ha, later. <laughs> and it's like, what? Um, he's like, you guys, but the point is like, you, you guys, guys got, got You guys it. got this. Go be, make disciples of every I'll nation. give you a little help. Here's the Holy Spirit, but you guys got this. Yeah. He gives you that their tool of faith, That's if right. you will. A little throwback. All right. Easter, Easter's over. We're moving on. We just talked about Pentecost at the beginning of the episode. We wrapped around. We kind of already touched on ordinary time. We got that big, big, big chunk of green. Yeah, so let's let's start to wrap up here because I think that we've, we've, we've thrown a lot of stuff out there, a lot of different talking points, ideas. But I think that the point and what's in common of all of the seasons of the church, all of the seasons in the earth, all the seasons in our lives, is that it's ever-changing. There's going to be good points bad points, sunny days, cold nights. Jesus is a constant. We want Jesus's abundant presence in our life so that we can experience the joys and the highs of our seasons fully. And that when we're suffering and low, we have the comfort knowing of knowing God's love, right? Knowing God's embrace in those moments. Something like that. That's what that's what comes to mind. Yeah. Wow. And and to embrace embrace that roller coaster that we're on, yeah. Um, of of these seasons, like you said, throughout our regular seasons, our calendar year seasons, our liturgical seasons, the seasons in our lives, embrace them, embrace them for all the goodness, whether bad or good, but embrace the goodness of God that is that is gifting this this beautiful. Uh, this 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 beautiful gift. That, uh, you can't say gift of gifts. Um, <laughs> gift. Wow, God. it's gonna be a long day if we're doing a marathon on podcast, and I'm already struggling with my words, guys. Th- we're gonna end this early. This is 45 minutes, and that sounds weird to say that's early because we got a long day to go. So this was this has been two Kathy dudes. No, uh, this has been our, se- our our season episode. Um, always reach out to us on Instagram at underscore two Catholic dudes. And we'll be praying for you guys as you go through your, your seasons of life. Uh, for those of you that are, that are diving into summer and maybe you had big summer events, camps, retreats, weddings, confirmations that were changed or challenged. We're praying for you and uh, know that God is invested in those seasons, the highs and lows. God is with you and uh, you know, God is going to carry you through. Mm. So yeah, on that if note, y'all want, if y'all want a book, uh, Danny, for your event once COVID nineteen quarantine is all done, please do at two Catholic. Dudes. You, I'll bring two Ryan. Catholic dudes I'll bring Ryan. Know. He can sing. I'll tag along <laughs> and play some music. Maybe I'll say some things too. Uh, uh, thank you for those thoughts. But yeah, uh, Patreon.com forward slash two Catholic dudes if you feel like supporting us financially. And, uh, and I, I especially want to say that now as we uh, move forward towards reopening, if you can, guys, r- support your local parishes. Yes, they please, need please, your please. help. Both of us work for local parishes. Support your parishes; they need it, um, and they, you know, they may not come out and say it, but like the, all parishes are struggling, all businesses support small business. Support your parishes. Let's help each other. Let's be kind. Let's uplift each other during this pretty desolate season that we're going through now uh, on Earth. It's beginning to look better, but we do have a lot of recovery to go through, and we can lift each other up in that time. Amen, brother. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough season, but I see that sun rising. It's gonna be a beautiful day. God's in it. God's with us. We got this. Guys, we'll see you in the next season next week on the podcast. All right. Peace. Peace.